Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday, and time for us to start cuddling some of these little chicks. We're here today. I'm Gwen Friss, uh, the host of Life with Gwen, and I need to tell you that this little box I have here is not uh, munchkins. It's not a happy meal. It's a home for those little guys you saw at the top of the segment. And uh, we are going to take them out and show you them a little bit closer. We're also going, this is uh, why we are nice and clean from chicken to chip. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to talk today with Lizzie Jenks from Agway, where you can find these chicks. <laughs> And also with Melissa Cahey, who yeah. some people I, call the, the chicken whisperer and <laughs> others the chicken expert. She is also the author of two books, one called uh, Kid's Guide to Raising Chickens. And the second, which really fascinates me, How to Speak Chicken. <laughs> I wonder if I've been doing it wrong all these years. Well, chicken, I guess chicken. we might find out today. <laughs> we might find out today. So... Thank you, ladies, for coming. It's the season. We're thinking about spring. We've just had Easter and Passover, you know, um, and you've brought us guests who literally can make breakfast. Yes. Because they're going to be layers one day. Mm -hmm. They're excellent pets, and I think that's what people don't realize. And um, I think it's just fun to get people involved and learn a little bit more about what it's like to keep backyard chickens. Um, so they, they do lay eggs, and we always say they're pets with benefits um, <laughs> around our house. And once you taste a fresh egg, there's no going back. I know. I, I was uh, fortunate enough. You were talking with photographer Marilee Cassidy for a while. Mm -hmm. They have chickens, and uh, they gave me a half dozen one time of the, their eggs. Just mm -hmm. amazing. Great taste. Much brighter yolk. Mm -hmm. um, but we're sort of starting at the other end because yes. these guys have a bunch of growing up to do mm -hmm. before they'll be laying eggs. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about, um, because really, I know you guys don't want to look at me or even these people, <laughs> um, that you want to look at the chickens. So go ahead, get the kids. We're going to give you some chicken shots while we're talking. You can look in. It's like we have our own little chicken cam today. Yeah. Um, and thanks, Jason, for doing that. Uh, <laughs> we call it Chicken TV. Chicken yeah. TV. Oh, and okay. that is because they are just so fun to watch. Um, and if you look at the chicks here, you can see that their personalities are already developing. If you take a moment, you'll get to see who's friendly with one another. Sometimes you'll see little gentle pecks of them saying, hey, I'm higher up on the pecking order than you. You'll also be able to see them eating and drinking and just doing little chicken things. And I don't know if you can hear out there in Facebook world, but they are making very content, happy, little, tiny cheeps. I think they were meant to be stars, television stars. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> do, do you want to tell us a little bit about the breeds, Lizzie? Sure. Um, so today um, we brought in um, two different varieties. Um, these are great varieties for um, having keeping chickens on the Cape. They're um, cold hardy. Um, the light one that similar, um, similarly looks, this represents um, a golden retriever of the chicken world, yeah. as Melissa says, um, is a buff Orpington. Um, they lay brown eggs, um, and they are a wonderful chicken to have if you have kids because they're extremely docile. Mm -hmm. um, they lay just over 200 eggs a year, so it's definitely, like Melissa said, rewarding to have. Um, the black chick here is um, a black Australorp, 
And these ones grow up to be beautiful hens. Um, they're a very glossy sheen that reflects a greenish, almost purple tinge in the sunlight. Um, they're beautiful and they actually lay a little bit more regularly than the buffs. Um, closer to probably about 250 eggs a year and theirs are also brown as well. Mm -hmm. They're all great family breeds and I talk about that a lot in my book, which, which breeds are good for families and kids. And for me, when I'm looking at getting um, chicks, there's so many breeds and that's the amazing thing. Just like dogs or cats, there are chicken breeds. And so you can go and research them all. And then it's like a kid in the candy store. You kind of figure out what you want. Do you want blue eggs? Do you want green eggs? Chocolate brown eggs? Do you want chickens that don't mind being confined? Do you want chickens that can handle New England um, weather? And I think that that's... So if you're going to have an outdoor coop? Yes. Well, they should live outdoors, but some okay. people do have house chickens. Um, and that is another thing. There are chicken diapers, actually, Gwen. <laughs> Wow, I didn't, you know, I, I, how could I have missed that? What I did read was a little bit about it, this being a good way for kids to learn responsibility yes. because yes. there are things that have to be done every day. Mm -hmm. You have a mm -hmm. section with photographs, mm -hmm. taking people through right. um, feeding, cleaning, rewatering, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and also, uh, so it's, it's a pet, but it's, mm -hmm. a bit, it's a pet that's also... Um, well, I almost said also responsibility, but every pet, every pet, if you have pet kids, you should be helping to take care of it. Mm -hmm. um, here's some of the breeds that we talk about. Yes, this is my favorite. The Silky Bantam. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the original um, Chinese chicken that Marco Polo talked about in his adventures. Oh. And this is um, most likely what the chickens looked like. And just like different countries would breed um dogs for purpose they breed chickens for purpose and so or looks um sometimes but certainly uh these these are a really fun breed i they, have to tell you it reminded me of studio 54. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really flashy you oh know? they're very fluffy and surprisingly um very gentle they're a bantam size which is half the size of a regular standard size chicken so they lay tiny little bantam size eggs they're very sweet do you cook them the same way yes but two Little bantam eggs fit on a on a piece of toast, ah. not just one. <laughs> it, uh, it's interesting because at the end of this book for children, you have a um, uh, cooking with eggs. Yes. You have several recipes, one of which I, uh, I copied out. Oh, you and, did? Uh, did you try it? Not yet. The the pancake with the uh, the puffy pancake. Oh, the Dutch baby pancake. Yes, yes. You will love it. You will so, love it. But somehow it felt. It felt weird to meet the chickens <laughs> and then look at recipes. And I reminded myself that these are unfertilized eggs. There is yeah. nothing morally wrong with eating no. the eggs. Here's your daily so. chicken chores that you were thinking about that oh, page yes. there. Show Jason. Show. This sure. is... Uh, so, goes you out know, for your kids, everything that needs to be done. Yeah. And really, if you find time... About 10 minutes in the morning is mm -hmm. really all they need. You need to go out and open the coop, make sure everybody's doing okay. You want to top off the feeders and waterers, mm -hmm. and you want to collect the eggs. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes we tidy up the coop a little bit. Some people will pick up the droppings. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are surprised by the fact that chickens do not pee. Oh, well, um, that would so be a surprise. It's just a dropping, mm -hmm. and the little white um, cap on it is the urine. Oh, how interesting. Birds don't urinate because they need to remain light to fly. Oh. And urine can make them weight so it's down just and heavy. It's just evolution. Concentrated in, their, in uh, what's being passed for, yes. for waste. And even their bones are filled with air. 
Interesting. Yeah. That I think I knew. Mm -hmm. um, there was uh, something else that... Uh, um, <laughs> oh, good. We're getting feedback. Excuse oh. me for... Karen Watkins says, yes, we can hear their cheery cheeps clearly. Oh. Thanks, Karen. We were wondering if people would be able to... <laughs> well, gosh, I hope they're brightening people's day. Oh, I, um, how could they not? Yeah. I know. And, and if people have questions, just message us and yes. let us know. Let um, us know comment below and, and we'd be happy to answer them. There were um, some other things that I found in your book and that you probably found with because you're both chicken moms um, <laughs> and uh, one was that some of the breeds um, have no, uh, they're all black that that uh, the, yes. the feathers, the skin, even the organs are, are black. Yes. Yes, and that's just, um, they're very rare. They're very expensive, actually, to try and get them in the U.S. They're an Asian breed. The, uh -huh. um, I am Sarama, I think, Sarami, um, if I recall correctly, the name. And they're, they're very fascinating. They're very rare. They're thousands. Some birds go for thousands of, of dollars. So this is not just a kid's activity. No, and, uh... no, there are people that breed these breeds. And people collect chickens. I mean, they say they're like potato chips. You, you can't have just one. Um, and it's very addicting because you find yourself um, having friends. They're, they all have personalities, and they all um, interact with each other, and it just is so relaxing to go out at the end of the day, have a glass of wine, and spend some time with your flock as they, you know, kind of go around the yard. And, and they'll come to know your voice, and uh, are they working mm -hmm. mostly on, on uh, sight? Because I, I read that they don't have night vision, that mm -hmm. they're, they have vision more like our own. Mm -hmm. um, so they're working on sight when they see you guys coming out. And, uh, and calls, um, vocalizations that we make. Um, you can certainly call to them. I usually say when I want my girls to come back to me and, you know, treats help, but certainly they know the call and it's girls, girls, and here they come just waddling <laughs> all Obviously across not how, your chickens, chickens, how chickens run. Um, but it's really a sight to see. And, then and everybody develops their own call. Every people can develop their own calls, sure, mm -hmm. but in you know you get them used to um, you know or your method, yeah, you your know. method, and they are they are trainable, they are trainable. So it's funny. Years ago, in an old movie, I remember seeing a chicken mm -hmm. um, who was with a Chinese gentleman, and mm -hmm. he made the chicken count. This was something that yes. they that they uh, did, you know, as part of a, a, a carnival show. Oh, um, uh -huh. and uh, you know, it was on TV. It was a, a movie. I have no mm -hmm. idea if it was. Mm -hmm. um, True or not, but I was wondering if the things that you observe things that show that they are, are learning. Yes, and they do learn. And there's a actually a very famous rescue chicken that somebody rescued from factory farming um, named Little Miss Sunshine. Uh -huh. um, and she they trained her at the animal sanctuary to um, recognize numbers and colors and other animals. And she was clicker trained. Just like you would a dog. It's amazing. And and they mm -hmm. share, do I remember this right, that they share 66% of our um, DNA? Yeah, pretty close. I it's bet amazing. you never knew no. we <laughs> no, that no. similar to a chicken. No, no. Um, and um, they're the closest living relative to the T-Rex. Yeah, that just freaks me out. <laughs> if you picture a chicken the size of a T-Rex... That's just scary. Well, it is scary, and I think it's even scary to know that the chickens still maintain the recessive gene to make teeth, and scientists in the lab have turned that gene on. And so they have brought chicks to life with teeth. Oh, my goodness. I know. So attack chicken? 
<laughs> I don't know. I saw Jurassic Park and those those little dinosaurs that they said were about the size of chickens. They look pretty uh, pretty uh, scary. Oh yeah. So, and I noticed that the chicken also has um, what I think of on my cat as a dew claw. Yes. It has that that uh, I forget what it's a called. Spur. A spur. Mm -hmm. So is that a defensive mechanism? Yes. Um, mostly roosters have them, but some hens can have them as well, and it's for defense. Some people trim them down. Some people do uh, remove them, some breeders. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's for defense. So the hens don't beat each other up? No, no. So, you know, within the, the flock, there's a hierarchy, which we call the pecking order, and it starts very, very young. Even if you watch these chicks here, they have established a pecking order, mm -hmm. even though they're just a couple weeks old. And, and Lizzie can tell us more about what she's noticed um, with this little flock. So even with just these girls um, at the age that they are right now being, you know, um, the smaller buff is about a week old and then the larger um, are about two weeks old. Even earlier today, we were just looking mm -hmm. in to see, you know, what how their behavior was, if they were warm enough in the studio. And you can see them pushing each other around. Um, the older buff went up to the younger buff and, you know, kind of gave her a little tap on the forehead to mm -hmm. say, hey, I'm in charge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's amazing how in even just the short amount of time that they're together, they establish that pecking order pretty quickly. And uh, so, we have a question. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we have a question. You already know their gender. So, um, yes, yeah, so these, um, we get from Hoover's Hatchery, the hatchery that we order from, um, and so at Agway we order um, sexed females, so they're all going to be hens, um, it's a 90% chance that they're female, 10% chance that they're a rooster. Um, so we're going to go ahead and assume that these are all girls here. <laughs> right. There are, there are people who uh, make a career of sexing chickens, <laughs> baby chicks, day old chicks. At an amazing rate. Yes. <laughs> and so they go to school, mostly in Japan, actually. And uh, they learn how to figure out whether uh, chicks are male or female. Um, so it's a pretty good uh, rate. And you have chicks at Agway now, right? Yeah, we do. Um, I have some of the black Australorps and the buff Orpingtons. Um, and then tomorrow is actually a pretty exciting day because we have um, about a dozen different varieties coming in. Oh my gosh. So oh I know wow. it's, <laughs> um, we do allow our customers to special order. And so that oh, kind of increases the amount of variety. Um, so just a couple to name off, we have um, some Cinnamon Queen coming in. Oh wow. Which are, which are gorgeous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we have some Rhode Island Reds, um, some more Barred Rocks, and then I have a few which are um, a, like a kid's favorite because they mm -hmm. lay the colored eggs. So we yeah. have um, uh, some Americanas coming. Yep. And those um, are the blue and green eggs. Right. Mm -hmm. And then this year, um, new to us from the hatchery, we have a prairie bluebell egger. Oh, so wow. only blue eggs. Yeah. So, oh, you know, when gorgeous. you buy an Americana, you know, you're like, you oh, is know. it going to be light blue or yeah. light green or a light pink, you right. know? And right. these ones are, nope, they're going to be blue. So it's yeah. super exciting for, I think, a kid to go out and, and you know, catch the eggs and see, oh my goodness, look, you know, Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they, now I had read that that's a genetic thing, that it's not anything you feed the, no, the chicken right. or anything, it's yes. just the way they are. Yes, each each breed will lay a certain color egg, mm -hmm. um, and that's just how, how it was made. There's actually, um, at the very, all eggs are white, and at the very, very end of the egg laying process, the color is applied. Uh, by the chicken, by before the it chicken. comes out of the chicken. Yes, yes. And so. they'll always lay the same color egg. 
once they start Oh, gosh. What about the poor roosters? Who wants them? (laughs) Well, there are people who want roosters on the Cape. So if you do happen to get a rooster, um, you would want to just contact um, Agway. Yep. Um, And then there are a lot of local farmers that will help or um, have them protect their larger flocks. So um, they don't always get a bad rap. And sometimes you can keep the roosters, which is really great. Um, Mm -hmm. If you want to keep the roosters, then you see how they do, see how their personality goes and their temperament. But having a rooster is nice sometimes. So I, I understand that their job um, is to protect the flock, mm-hmm. and they have a couple of other things they do. What are those? Well, they um, they protect the flock, mm-hmm. and um, they're there to also keep order. Um, the roosters are not in the pecking order; only the hens. So the roosters. I don't like the way of, this is looking. Well, <laughs> I know, I know, and and they're also there to recreate. So right. they're there to fertilize the eggs. So to make. So with the if hens. you want to have, if you want to hatch some chicks, mm-hmm. that's uh, explained pretty well in here in two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hatch some chicks, and that's another reason you might want to. Do you yes. mind if we back up? Because I'm kind of sure. as as a, a born and bred city girl who who hasn't much experience with chickens. I'm wondering if you wanted to start a flock. I read that you. Read recommend starting with four so -hmm. that if you lose one because there is life and death Mm -hmm. um, you'll still have three that know each other that that can be the family Mm -hmm. Um, but let's talk a little bit about um, how much it might cost to uh, get into this project I think people need to know that sure well it's actually pretty inexpensive the biggest expense is the housing which is the chicken coop and the run which is the enclosed outside portion but really chicks are just a few dollars a piece Oh, um, so except those Chinese ones. Well, the very expensive <laughs> yeah, ones, the collector, designer chickens, yes, right? So. Um, some of the rarer breeds, but certainly these these breeds would be like... Um, so these are all yeah. under $4. Yes, they're all uh, under yeah. $4. Okay. Um, and then the chicken feed, uh, of course, like with um, dogs and cats, the industry has really um, come around because so many people are keeping back their chickens. Mm-hmm. So they um, have all kinds of different um, companies producing food, and treats and different products to improve the quality of your chicken's life, to improve the quality of the eggs. And um, are there toys? Yes, there are. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about a chicken toy. Um, usually, a lot of the toys involve pecking. Uh, yes, <laughs> because chickens don't have hands; they use their beak, um, uh-huh. and that is really their one of their best. That is the best tool that they they are equipped with, and mm-hmm. so they use that um, to determine a lot of things. Um, they use it as you would your hands. Um, they use it for cleaning, for chick rearing. Um, they use it for defense. They even use it to navigate. Well, I'll tell you, if you have a flock and and uh, and they have toys. I'll bet the chicken on the bottom of the pecking order really appreciates that. <laughs> well, it's distracting for yeah. sure. Yeah, and that's a really great technique is to use some of the toys and things that are available. Even hanging a head of cabbage or some broccoli stalks um, are great for pecking, almost like a pinata. Oh, and these are these are I take it good vegetables for for the chickens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I was just reading that you cannot feed broccoli to a cat. So oh. looking at this from the oh, other gosh. side of things. <laughs> broccoli from a cat. What happens? Do you know? Do I don't know, but they said it's not good for them. Broccoli, onion, this sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Not for chickens. So obsessed their intestines. Be wrong, but yeah. I, you know, oh, whatever. Well, Lizzie, yeah. Lizzie would know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah, upsets their intestines. So you know, even like avocado things that you think are like great for you know us yeah, are I so great for animals. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. 
What if you have chickens and want to introduce new baby chicks? Oh, this happens video. all the time. So um, if you have an established flock already, the first thing that you need to do is keep them separate. So you're going to be raising the baby chicks until um, they are about 13 weeks of age. Okay. That's when you can integrate because um, a few things happen at that time. Number one, after about a month of being separated, you make sure that the new chicks that you're introducing are not sick. They're mm. not carrying an illness that can affect your existing flock. Um, and how so, do you do that? So you just quarantine them, you keep them separate. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. But once the chicks that you want to bring in are about 13 to 14 weeks, there's two things that I mentioned that are um, happening. One is they're approximately the same size. So they're able to defend wow, they themselves. Grow fast. Yes. And then the other thing that happens is that their language changes from the baby little chips so and peaches and that. things that you hear now to grown up adult chicken language for better lack of terms. So they're able to then communicate with one another. So, yes. So mm -hmm. at that point, um, you can separate an area in your existing coop and run and let them see each other and interact, but not physically have the ability to, to do that. And that can go for a couple couple weeks, a week. Depends. You have to be out there and watch them. Okay. So and then what you would do mm -hmm, is then one evening, um, the best thing to do is to take the new flock and just put them on the floor in the coop. Don't try to put them on the roosts. Okay. And then be out there early in the morning when you can spend the morning with them or the day with them have some treats have some distractions so that the other flock and then they will figure it out but you're going to have two pecking orders that are going to be assimilating into one so there is going to be squabbling there's going to be pecking as long as there's no blood drawn or any horrible trauma which is which is rare they will sort it out and they will figure it out and over time um they develop friendships um some chickens want to hang out with other chickens more than the so others the pecking so, orders change as they integrate yes and they also change as some of the older hens age out naturally um and that's kind of fascinating to yeah, see yeah i read this in your mm -hmm. book that um that when a chicken knows it's its time or it's getting mm -hmm. close, mm -hmm. it will choose a private spot, but the other chickens will come and, and pay tribute. They will, you know, either speak to the, the dying chicken or, mm -hmm. or cuddle it or, you know. Yeah. Is, it, what, is there a word for chicken cuddling? I don't know. Maybe you could make one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really discourage making up it? words. I don't know, because I haven't seen it happen yet. But uh, um, I did want to ask you, when you're looking to make sure they're healthy, mm -hmm. are there um, some obvious signs of, uh, you know, common chicken diseases? Um, well, certainly birds let you know that they're ill very late in the game. Um, so it's important to just make sure that, you know, when you open up them up in the morning that you do a head count and make sure that everybody's there and just watch them for a few moments and make sure everybody's getting along, moving, um, interacting as they normally would. Mm -hmm. um, a chicken that doesn't feel well will usually be puffed up, maybe sitting in a corner or to the edge. Um, and not interacting with the flock. I see. Um, and at that point, you'll need to try and figure out there's a, you know, 
there are things that can happen, um, but at that point you'll need to probably contact somebody or do some research to mm. help. Or, or help the vet. Your bird. I know vets the are vets, seeing, Yes, we have a lot of chicken vets chicken on vets. Cape Cod uh -huh. um, that that are willing to help well, out. Of course, Lizzie and, and Agaway yep. very mm -hmm. helpful. Oh, so, thank you. Are there, yep. Just to be fair, are there other places that also sell chicks? Yeah, I want to say um, right off of Exit Five off Lombard Ave, our mm -hmm. small pet and feed. I know that they have them. Yes. Okay. And then in Orleans, I think New Farm. Also, has sure. the chicks available? So I think you are, wherever you, you are on Cape Cod, um, I would recommend calling um, your closest local feed store mm -hmm. um, and inquire. And if they don't have chicks, um, they people here on the Cape are just so great. They will refer you to somebody they know that does. So I heard there's um, a, a good, strong mm -hmm. chicken community, you yeah. know, people who are interested. Definitely. Um, the first thing you said to me when we talked is stuck in my mind because it's so fascinating. <laughs> oh. And that was that um, I asked you if you could bring your chickens, and yeah. you said no because there's a difference between bringing in chicks yes. who have, you guys tell the story, there's a, another hatchery sure. and all so, this. So by law, federal and state, it's a cooperative agreement. Mm -hmm. There's something called the National Poultry Improvement Plan. Everybody calls it NPIP. And essentially, um, it makes sure that, that we're not spreading chicken diseases. I see. Like salmonella um, is very common. There's, there's a few that they look for. Um, but what happens is these chicks come from a hatchery um, where, they were, where they were hatched um, that is NPIP certified. So that means that their um, hatchery has passed that. But because I've hatched my own chicks, because I have varying um, flocks uh, from different um, hatcheries, but they're older. My girls are three to five years old, and you usually need to recertify um, about every year or so. That was a pleasure trill. Yes. <laughs> you caught that. Um, but essentially, I, I have not had my flock uh, tested because I'm not planning to move them. Um, you don't want to, it's a I, blood test. And it's a blood test um, mm -hmm. that the state will do. They'll come. Um, but mostly, um, I don't want to stress out my birds. Yeah. Um, because well, it would be stressful to come here with the lights and everything mm -hmm. else. And, and We wouldn't so, get a pleasure trip. I know, right? <laughs> Should we pick them up just before yes. we, uh, yes. we're, we're running out of time? We're having Jason's so much Jason's standing fun. in front of the clock. I know, he's saying, oh, is. gosh. All right. Yes. Are you willing to hold oh, one? Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. So they've calmed down some Why now, which is tell great. Us a Let me just grab about the how baby. to hold yeah, a chip, especially for inexperienced people or young people. Okay, so how to pick up chicks, okay. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you kind of want to cradle them like this, and you want to put your hands over the wings because that's the startle mechanism, okay. and she'll just be fine. So just if you open your hand, and you want, they're just so light. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hi there, okay. baby. You don't want to squeeze Hi her. Just let baby. her know you're there, and she loves the warmth of your hand because... Oh. She, right now, she's a week old. She wants to be 90 degrees. Oh, okay. And so she is just going to love on you. Oh, she feels pretty calm. She is calm. So, hi, baby. And if you look, look, she's going to go to sleep. Look at this. Oh, and I want to show you that it's she doesn't have it anymore. She's just a week old. But when she hatched at the tip of her beak, you would have seen just the sweetest, tiniest egg tooth. And that's what she used to hatch out of the egg. Oh, how sweet. And it falls off after a few days. But look at, I think you're a chicken whisperer, Gwen. <laughs> I don't know. She's flying. She's 
I think she knows I'm tired and, and anything around me is going to fall asleep at, today. Look at her. She, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Hello. Is she so sweet? Hello. I and felt I your always, feet move. Yeah, I tell the kids two fingers, a two-finger mm -hmm. rule, just to be gentle. I think I'm gentle here. I've, I've got a little air between so, yeah. her and my hand. And look at this little girl. She's more alert because she's older. Just like real babies, she won't need as much sleep as that other little one. Yeah. They make the sweetest sounds. Yeah, cheep, just cheep, cheep. Peep, peep. That's a pleasure trill. Peep, 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 peep. She likes me. That's their curiosity. Look, yeah. she likes me. Aww. She does. Do you think you're going to take one home? Well, you'd have to take four. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't know. I think that, that uh, my 18-year-old cat would just, you know, he wouldn't be able to handle it. Gosh. They, oh. I wouldn't imagine that chickens get along with, like, cats and dogs, do they? <laughs> It all depends do. on the breed. They yeah. can. Yeah. They can. Yeah. They can. They mm. can. So. So. Yeah, I'd be afraid to go to work <laughs> if that were well, the situation. You never know. So. I think you've got a lot like, of fans she's here. Very active here, you know? Yeah. Yes. So. Hi. Did people hold them when they came in? My colleagues, you know, before we even started the show, my colleagues were in here going, chickens, we have chickens. Everyone was so excited. I, it's like, it's just like having little babies, right? You got to show them off. What do, when they extend their, their heads like that, when they sort of like pull up their, their necks, does that mean anything in particular? No, just, just curiosity. Ah. Looking at you. Well, curiosity is a good thing when you're a reporter. Are you they a reporter chick? Could be. Yeah. Could be. How sweet you are. Yes. Those eyes are so tiny. Now, in 12 <laughs> or 13 weeks, these will be real-sized chickens? They will be so. they will be you know fully feathered outside and look like like yes yeah. like chickens and they, and eggs will start any time between eighteen and twenty weeks of age. And how is there like a I know the breeds vary but is there an average lifespan for if they are you know if you can keep them away from predators and yeah I illness. think the oldest chicken lived her into um, their twenties but um, on average it's five to eight years mm -hmm. and I think that's the saddest part of keeping chickens because. Um, you have to say goodbye before you're ready. Yeah, that's, and that's true that's with that's a lot the hard of pets. Part. You know? um, but but I can't tell you how how life changing keeping a flock of chickens is. And they have to be fed twice a day and, and watered. So if you go away, you need to hire um, someone. A you can, parent. or you can leave the food in the in the coop. I think it's always a good idea to have somebody there um, who's willing to check in on them at least mm. once or twice a day. Um, and most people will happily chicken sit in exchange for those fresh eggs. Oh, yes. that's, that's right. <laughs> now, this is going to sound ridiculous because it is, but um, do they mind when you take the egg? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I always feel guilty. Well, sometimes they do. Um, and if they're sitting on the nest of eggs, sometimes you have to stick your hand underneath the yes. hen to, to, to catch and get the, the egg. This is the situation. Um, we were staying at a farm and, and enjoying all the baby animals, but mm -hmm. they encouraged you to go out and collect your own eggs for breakfast. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's fun. And it was fun, but I just finally didn't have an egg because I, I felt so bad. There's this big Aww. chicken going, yeah, make my day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you want to yeah. take what? And usually they're on a few um, <laughs> eggs, and especially during springtime, they, they yeah. have babies on the brain, baby uh -huh. chicks. So 
um, mostly, uh, you know, you can take them and you know they're unfertilized. Yes. So even if they were to sit on them. Right. Um, it doesn't, yeah. And chances are in another 26 hours or so, they'll make another one. Um, right. <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, it's but, pretty cool. Then they cook them for you and you get to take them home. It was uh, <laughs> a farm up uh, oh, near, uh, near Manana. Oh, so. yes. Whoops. Someone's okay. getting interested, mm -hmm. moving around a little. I feel right little back feet to going. Sleep. Yes. Yeah. So sweet. Look how precious. Oh, so cute. Yes. Yeah. There you are. You know, I might not have done this at the pet store, so I'm glad that you guys <laughs> oh, are here. I'm so glad that yeah. we can bring these here today and that Lizzie could come. I know it all worked out great. All right, you guys, we're almost done with, um, with today's oh, show. Goodness. Whoops, I'm getting a little... A little, uh, not pecking, but a little uh, beak action here. Um, almost done with today's show, so if there's any last-minute questions, let us know now. And we can pop in later and answer them if people and, oh, watch websites. this Websites. You guys have a website where they can... Uh, they can go and uh, people can go and, and learn more. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just Tilly's Nest. T-I-L-L-Y-S. Nest, Is, like a bird's okay. nest, yep. dot com. Mm -hmm. Dot com. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we know where you can... Do you take questions from folks? Of course. Yeah. Anytime people can email me or reach out on social media. I'm happy okay. to help anytime. And I know you've been doing um, uh, presentations around the community, a couple mm -hmm. at Agway. Yeah, wonderful is, presentations. How you hooked <laughs> us up with these chicks, which is just yes. wonderful. Oh, I'm getting an active thing here. Hi. That's okay. Hi. Just waking up to just look around and make sure... Um, and if anyone has any questions um, about like availability yeah. from yes. me, you can um, email um, chicks at agwaycapecod.com um, oh, or you can okay. visit our yeah our website and my information's on there. So I'd be happy mm -hmm. if anyone reached out, you know, looking for certain chicks or um, mm -hmm. has any questions, um, Melissa and I can, you know, collaborate yeah. on uh, sure. answers. Anytime. Have you seen a, a real increase in people's interest in raising chicks? I've been doing this now for... 10 years, mm -hmm. and it just keeps growing. Oh, it's well, I can see mm -hmm. why. Now, these guys don't have names yet, right? No, they don't. Not yet. <laughs> you name, do you name your chickens? We do. Mm -hmm. I think this one might be Gwen. <laughs> well, it's kind of a small chick, but it's that actually... You, but that one is a week younger. It's I actually mean, this Gwendolyn. Well, then Gwendolyn it's is a It's a lot a very, of name for a, a well, little I tiny think, chicken. Well, she might be a mighty hen. Hi. Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn the, the hen. hen. <laughs> oh my gosh. You can't make this up. I no. Know. So you're just going to have to follow her. You're just going to have to follow I her. I will do that. I'll be uh, her aunt, okay? You should. Yes. So, whoops. Oh. Okay. Are you done? I think so. Okay. Bye, Gwendolyn the hen. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so honored. That's a very big honor. Okay. So. Hi. You can see the ears on the side because oh, they're wow. not fully feathered. They're just little holes on the side. I don't know. Oh, yeah, can, I see, it. see. Mm -hmm. and, um And you can see they have a, a third eyelid, a nictitating membrane. Um, that's a mouthful um, that cleans the dust and debris. And um, they have little chicken feet. Do you yeah, guys want to see say, the little chicken, they can see the chicken, chicken feet. feet? Whoa, their feet look They're a lot bigger for their big. size. Mm -hmm. And there's some webbing there. You must be like a size nine. And these <laughs> girls have four toes, and some breeds have five. Uh -huh. 
So if you're just starting, are there any breeds that might be on the more difficult, not difficult, but challenging end, uh, or maybe not the cuddly friendly end if you have kids? Yeah, I mean, what I would do is any any breed you're looking at getting, um, mm -hmm. definitely do your homework, do your research. Right. And um, you can also attend poultry shows. We have a very large um, poultry show in New England called the Northeastern Poultry Congress. It's free. And it's located in one of the big buildings um, in Springfield uh, at the Big E every, oh, yeah. every January. Yes, I know so Big when E. Yes, yeah, so you can go there and you can meet all the breeders. There's probably, there are rows and rows and rows upon thousands yeah. of, of birds there. Um, and all kinds of um, geese and ducks and So you can do chickens. a lot of learning. And you can learn before. and do research and talk to the breeders because mm -hmm. when you talk to them, Every single breeder that breeds a certain breed, their breed's the best. Oh, <laughs> we can see why. And mm -hmm. and also talk to them probably about coops because I had, mm -hmm. not this year, but last year, heard an awful lot of sad stories from people mm -hmm. who had lost their chickens to, to predators. Yes. Just fox, mm -hmm. um, maybe coyote, coyote go after Well, chickens. we do have um, predators on Cape Cod, but I always remind people that predators can be lazy if they know they have to work for their chicken dinner. Uh -huh. So... Doing all the predator proofing beforehand is is awesome, and that's what you need to do. I find a lot of people kind of skip the predator proofing step, and then they have a breach. Sometimes mm. oh, right away. Sometimes it'll be five years down the road, and that must be and heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, because you're it's losing pets. Devastating. Yeah. It's so, devastating. Um, and you and you just feel terrible. Yeah. So um, so make sure you make that a priority yes, if you are yes. going to get started yes. to uh, oh. do your predator proofing to mm -hmm. learn about the breeds you're getting. And um, now I hear they're not good flyers, but they can kind of mm -hmm. jump up, right? <laughs> yes. You're gonna say hi. What's happening? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. What a sweetie. Right here. Good, Gwendolyn. She is a <laughs> <Okay>. hot ticket. <laughs> we are having so much fun, but we can't have it on Aww. camera anymore. We have to go. Aww. And I'd like to thank you both for coming Aww, and for bringing so this much beautiful. Fun. Yeah, thank you so, so much. If you didn't see it now, you can see it at capecodtimes.com slash life with Gwen. And maybe show the kids uh, the chickens that we're on today. And uh, yeah, I know. Don't worry about us. Uh, <laughs> and also, you can listen to this if you add the word podcast to the end. Join us next week. We have another big surprise.